Coming up, we're going to talk about part two of our Disney Vacation Club Frequently Asked Questions. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Disney Vacation Club Show. Today's episode of the Disney Vacation Club Show is brought to you by the Timeshare Store. The Timeshare Store specializes in the sale and purchase of Disney Vacation Club properties. Their team is uh, their team of licensed real estate experts can help you with all your Disney Vacation Club needs. Call them toll free at one 6493 or visit their website at dvcstore.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Ms. Jackie Gailey. Hi, everybody. And Mr. Jerry Saito. Hello, from hello. the Timeshare Store. Um, so uh, we had come up with a lot of FAQs, and I wanted to break it up into two shows. So um, we're just going to kind of pick up where we left off uh, in the last one. And um, uh, these next two questions are ones that I had wondered too. Can I, I mean, I know the answer to them, but I thought about it because I had to research it, but um, can I switch my home resort? You cannot, unless you sell your property, you can't switch it. I mean, you you can, you know, like if you're making reservations, of course you can stay other resorts, but if you wanted to switch from Old Key West and now own the boardwalk, you can't switch it unless you sell it. So, and the same thing applies to your use here. You cannot switch your use here. Correct. If you're if something for whatever reason is not working <coughs> out with your use here, meaning uh, you know you, you just can't switch it to something else. You'd have to sell the membership and then buy another one. Okay. Um, and we kind of touched on this in the last episode. If I buy multiple contracts, but they have different use years, how would I go about booking them? So you can uh, you can do it online through the member website, or you can call member services. Uh, you can also transfer the points from one account into the other, so that way they're all in one place. But if you do that, you have to call member services when you're booking your reservation. So uh, it is manageable through the member site if you keep them separate, but you have to book two separate reservations and then link them together. Um, so again, manageable, but just an extra step if, if you did that. Okay. So if you have, cause you know, assuming the resale I put an offer on gets approved, I'll have two different use years. Right. So I would, if I wanted to like use points from both, basically, if I'm going to use up all my, you know, my one contract and, you know, on my, my September use here, and then I need points from my, you know, let's say April use here or whatever it is. Um, I have to make, make two separate reservations. Uh, you would, unless you again transfer the points into the other account. You can you can do that through member services. You just give them a call, say I want to take the points from this membership, put them into that membership, oh, okay. Okay. and I want to book a reservation. Now they still hold the same use year, so that means banking deadlines would still hold true for the one that you transferred into the other. So you just kind of remember you have to keep track of the banking deadlines if you're not going to use it but at least they're all in one place now if you don't transfer them yes you'd have to book one reservation with one package the other reservation with the other call member services tell them to link those reservations so that way you're not checking out you're basically just it's a continuation okay 
Yeah. And then if you end up canceling the reservation for any reason, then you have to, yeah, like you said, keep notes and keep that separate so that you know. And they would go back into your account if you canceled the reservation. So they would just fall back in. But but again, if you did transfer them into one account and you cancel, yeah, you want to take yeah. notes. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep track. Okay. Let's talk about, um, let's skip down here a little bit. Let's talk about the different seasons. The same way Disney has certain seasons when uh, they're setting their pricing for their hotels, um, they have seasons for Disney Vacation Club as well. Uh, they're different seasons. They're different dates. Yep, there's um, five of them. And so we're talking about Choice, Adventure, Dream, Magic, and Premier mm-hmm. right. in that order. Choice is the cheapest. Like the off-season, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the least expensive as well. With Premier being... The most expensive. The, the heavy season. Um, why, why are there different seasons for DVC versus... Well, there used to be <coughs> low times at the parks, and, and they're trying to boost attendance so they would promote lower rates for those, you know, for those rooms to get people here. But Disney's brilliant, and they've done things to get people here year-round. But with Disney Vacation Club, do you, is it a scenario where because, you know, members are, you know, their, their booking patterns are different? Well, as kids are at, like in school is typically when kids go back to school, like choice season, you know, it's September, October, November. It's, you know, basically uh, t- kids are back in school. So there wasn't as much of a crowd. So now, um, even though it is an off season, people still take their kids out of school to come. Yep. So it's food and wine festival. And they're <clears throat> like, let's go. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> um, but but the, the the heavier seasons, obviously, like Christmas and Easter would be premier season. Or if you're looking at dream season or magic season, usually falls into the summers or, or summer break or spring break. Um, you know, uh, choice and adventure again, kind of the off times, but uh, you know, still people are coming. And there can be a significant difference between the seasons oh, in yeah. terms of the the price point. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. And. You know, it's interesting as I was really, I've been really digging into the point charts. I was not aware that you can book a concierge level DVC room at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, it's the only resort that offers the concierge. I was stunned by that because I will tell you that lounge is among the best at world. Is among the best. Um, What? Why aren't they doing that? That's a great question. It is. It's a wonderful luxury to have if you can if you can book and stay at the Animal Kingdom and use. But why they don't do it at other properties? I'm assuming it's cost have, related. You, but I don't. I mean, know. you have concierge. I, I I was amazed that even if you're paying cash for the bungalows at the Polynesian, that's not concierge. Wow. You do not get access to concierge. I was stunned by that. Um, but all of these deluxe resorts where these DVC properties are located all have concierge yeah. floors. Right. Um, yeah. So. That's an interesting thought. I don't, you know, I would think that Disney, and maybe this is something they'll do at some point, who knows. But I would think that Disney would say, you know, take a block of rooms and say, okay, we're going to make these concierge rooms now and tack on another 10 or 15 points a night. And, right. Um, because the normal cash 
value of a concierge room, the dip price difference, depending on the resort time of year, is $150 to $250 a night. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask this. This is not on our list. But how do you, like, is there, are there times when the value of your points for a particular reservation that it would be cheaper or better just to pay cash through Disney and book a direct? I've never found that to, I mean, if you stay at a value property, it's probably on par or equal, but why? You've got got the deluxe properties with the DVC, and I don't think it would make sense at all. Well, so like, what's, um, do you, is there, how do you calculate how do you calculate that? So, so it, it's an interesting equation. I'm, uh, and, and, and again, I'm, these are the things going through my head. Yeah. Okay. Like, so I'm, I'm I, I, you know, I'm looking at, okay, if I want a one bedroom here, it's going to, you know, for five nights, it's going to cost me this many points. If I book as a hotel, that same room as a hotel room, it's going to cost me this much a night. And then it got me thinking, okay, so is there like a quick and dirty general rule of thumb that people say, all right, your point, your points are worth, you know, $18 a point or something like that or whatever it is. Um, I'm sure there's an algorithm or a, a calculation out there that somebody has created to determine what your cost to purchase as well as your maintenance fees combined what you're really paying for that. I mean, rate. I can figure that out looking at like the financing and, and over the, or the term of the loan. And yeah, um, my, my personally, like, so I've been a member for a, a, a while and I look at my maintenance fees, you know, the cost of my package when I purchased, it, it's gone up in value. So I, I kind of look at that as a wash. Like it's, it's been spent, but if I ever need to get out of it, I can get my money back. So what am I really paying? And again, that's been the case since you know, the, the value of these have increased. I don't know how long that'll continue, but that's been the past. I don't think there's any chance they're not going to. Yeah. But what did I pay to stay at that resort at Vero Beach well, with that's Ocean it. View? That's it, you know, because yeah. uh, when I look, like I said on the last show, I will, I, you know, a couple times a year, I do my, what I call my staycations because I live here in Orlando and I'll go stay on property. Um, and a lot of the places I like to stay are places that also happen to have DVC components. Wilderness Lodge, Boardwalk, Beach Club, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Contemporary, Polly. These all have... So for me, that was like one of the first places I went in my head was that the places I like to stay also have DVC. Um, but I don't know. It's just like I, I, I keep thinking about like it's I, I, I want to put, I, I want to put like a quick and dirty dollar value so, on my points. So what I do, like, say, let's say, for example, <clears throat> I stay at Polynesian. Polynesian costs maybe fifteen points a night for a studio. My maintenance fees are around seven dollars a point. So seven times fifteen is one hundred and five, I think. So I, I look at it as I just paid one hundred and five dollars to stay at a deluxe property with a Magic Kingdom. Well, that's true if your if your contract is paid off. Right. Right. Okay. If Correct. your contract is paid off, if Correct. you're in financing. That's a good point. So you've you've spent, let's say you bought a pack, you know, twenty two thousand dollars, and it's being financed at nine percent or whatever it is, and you have a five year term, 
and you're paying X number of dollars a month. Um, well, now, no, it's more than your maintenance Correct, fees. Correct, yes. I didn't think um, that. Yeah. So, well, because now I'm in this position. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I am, I'm, facing, I'm facing down the barrel of that gun. And so I just like, that's what I've been asking myself is, you know, is there a calculation? And I think this conversation is going to be a little more existential than our last one. Right. Mm-hmm. Because um, I'm thinking of things I didn't think of in the last one. Yeah. Um, well, remember on um, on our on one of our shows, we talked about how when we used to come from Seattle, we we did it two times where we paid cash for a Disney Vacation Club room, and it was a grand villa. The first time was no, not a grand villa. The first time it was a two bedroom, and the second time it was a treehouse. And I mean, we spent like eight, between eight and ten thousand dollars for lodging for the week that we were here just for that and that's really a lot so when you think about two trips you know 20 17 to 20 thousand dollars for two trips for two you know weeks you're kind of like and that that right there that money especially you know then even now that it's, can buy you some points. It, it sure can. That can absolutely buy you some points. And, yeah. it's, and the money was spent. It's gone. So meaning it's gone. Yeah. You, when right. you rented or, or you know booked a room through Disney, you're never getting that money back. There's no, there's no additional value. Right. None there's at no all. additional value yeah. on it. It's a really, really good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Right. That well, it's not a fair – I guess it's really not a fair apples-to-apples comparison. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's because, really not. It's tough. Because once you can – when you book the ho- hotel room – once it's consumed and you've spent the money, that's it. And you right. stay there. Whereas yeah. with DVC, those points, those points recharge every year. Right. Yep. Um, so there's somebody smarter than me out there that probably has an algorithm for this, and I don't know why I've got my teeth in this, but I do. And if you do, podcast at disunplug.com, Let me know. But let's talk about financing um, because this was another question I had going in. Um, you know, uh, obviously you can just pay cash, right. but not a lot of people. Well, I don't know, maybe. But. It's it's probably 60-40. Um, you know, there's there's great financing available, but there are a lot of cash buyers out there as well. <coughs> and what's great about the... I mean, okay, hold on, hold on. You look at the price of these, even on the resale market, which the prices are amazing. It's not a knock or anything. But a lot of these, 15, 20, 30... Forty thousand dollars. So you have people. Here's forty grand. Give me that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's not uncommon that that it's a cash transaction. But you know, financing is is definitely an option. And there are companies that, well, Monero Financial is a company that doesn't care about your credit, doesn't care about any past hiccups or issues that you've had. They will finance any property you want to purchase for Disney Vacation Club. So they're excellent. And then, but you're paying for that in in, in the interest. In the interest, yeah. And not necessarily. I mean, it's competitive. It's not. Too, it's not too high. I mean, their rates are usually between nine to fifteen percent, which depending on what loan you decide. Right. And at fifteen percent, it's like putting it on a credit card. Correct. Yeah. You know. Um, and but and so so Monero's one, and that's I guess if you're, you know. Either don't want this on your credit, right. or yeah, they don't run a credit check. This does not. They so when you go through Monera, they're not putting that on your credit report. Not at all. Now they 
just recently announced that they will do a credit uh, loan if, if you wanted a lower interest rate. So depending on your credit score, they will actually offer a loan, but the benefit is a lower interest rate. So you, you have the choice. If you don't want them to check your credit, you don't want it to show up on a credit report. Let's say you're buying a new house or something and you just don't want this there. Or you have a history of, of, of a hiccup that you, you know, again, you can't get a loan. They'll finance you. But if you do want a lower rate, they will offer that with a credit check. So Okay, so easy credit on Disney Vacation Club, that's dangerous. It sure um, is. That's what I'm thinking. Fun, oh boy. but dangerous. Yeah. Um all right. So what what other you know how many how many finance companies are there? I, I honestly don't know the answer to these questions. I'm yeah. I'm asking them as So we deal with uh, four different finance companies. Um Lightstream is a company that will check your credit, and they'll just send you a check. They don't, again, as long as your credit checks out, they'll send you a check for the amount that you want to use. Uh, there's Vacation Loans, excellent company as well. Uh, they will, they also check your credit as well. Um, and then there's uh, Timeshare Lending. Now, Timeshare Lending just does Alani Hilton Head uh, as their properties. They don't do the Florida properties. Right, because Monera will not do outside of Florida. Correct. So they kind of, uh, you know, they separate. One does Florida, one does the outside. Well, okay. Or, oh, in Grand California, I didn't. They will. Why? Grand. Uh, I don't know. I think they were competing with each other, and they just worked out a deal. Well, you take these, and we'll take those. I think that's what happened. There, there probably is more to the story. It's like a racket. Well, yeah, I don't it's know. It's like the DVC mob bosses in the back room. <laughs> right. I, they used to. They used I'll to. I'll give you Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they used to uh, do them all, but then they. Decided to uh, split it up. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, Monero is just the Floridas, and and uh, and uh, timeshare lending is out west. Now is timeshare lending the same as Monero no. in terms of the credit? Mm. Uh, all of them are. Yes, uh, they do a credit check for uh, timeshare lending. If you're going to buy like an Alani Grand California or a Hilton Head, so they will check your credit. The rates are all basically the same. They're all very competitive. Uh, you know they're trying to to get your business, so they're, yeah. they're all within the same amount. Okay. I've heard a lot of people doing like a second mortgage on their house too. When I first bought, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, okay, so, and I realize this is a dicey question because it's different for everybody. Where's the line of responsibility in terms of how far is too far? Oh, but you know what? Better yet, let's back up a second. Let me ask this question. How do I know if DVC is right for me? Because it's not right for everybody. Let's be right. honest. It's yeah. not right for everyone. That's right. And, you know, um, but who is it right for? I, that's a, such a great question because... Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> well, I appreciate people, that. I think it's right for the people that love Disney or just see themselves coming back on a somewhat regular basis. If you see yourself... Coming back at least once every three years. I think Disney Vacation Club is the way to go. If you're not coming, let's say it's just a one-time trip. It's one-off. You're not really you know, a Disney fan and, and need to come back on a regular basis. Then, no. Just rent but points. Also, I think, I'll, I'll, I think I would take it a step further, and some may disagree with me. If you do come down once a year or once every two years, but you're the, I'm going to stay at the Values... Um, we're never in the room. Um, I don't know that Disney Vacation Club makes sense for you. I don't think it does, um, personally. Because 
that if it's not your style to stay in in a deluxe accommodation, I don't know that you're going to benefit from. Again, that. I, I fall I, back onto the the money is gone once you rent from Disney. Now, again, if you're coming back you on know, a regular you know. basis, yeah, it, it, it I think it makes sense for really anybody because at any point. You know, five, ten years down yeah, well, the road, you, you decide you, you need sell to... it. So you have to say that. <laughs> but I, feel, I, say I, that. I believe it. I feel it because and I, I, you know, but it's. I, I'll be honest with you because I hadn't thought of that uh, prior to when you mentioned it a little while ago. That's a very compelling argument that I never ever thought of. I, I, I guess because I've never owned a timeshare, I never ever thought about what I spend on a hotel as being. Like, uh, um, it's not recyclable. Right. Um, like, I have issues because... disposable. Yeah. It's like you dispose well, of it when you're done with you, it. It's done and you don't have anything to show for it. You just have... I have I my have, memories. Right. Yeah. Like, I have issues with spending a lot of money on a hotel room, thanks to Disney Vacation Club. Right. So, like, if I'm going to somewhere that doesn't have a Disney Vacation Club resort and the, and the hotel wants to charge three or $400 a night... I just it's look sickening. at my husband like a yeah. deer in the headlights, and I'm like, I cannot pay well, see, that much money for okay, a night. So here's, but here's the here's where Disney Vacation Club separates itself from so many other timeshares. I mean, again, it's 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 an anomaly to the to the market. I've been there 19 years at the timeshare store. I've seen these properties sell for fifty dollars a point, go all the way up to in the hundreds per point. I mean, now Beach Club is one hundred and forty five dollars a point. The point is, somebody who bought. Five years ago, ten years ago, this doesn't happen in timeshare. These people now get to sell the property and make money. That's impossible. That doesn't happen in timeshare. So that's why I'm saying if you're renting, that money's gone. And I don't know what the future is. I don't know if there's... So it's almost almost like the argument you make when you're renting a house versus buying the house. Yep, that's right. That -hmm. money's going out the window. You have no equity. Yep, you can't Um, write off the... And so I... You know, I think if I didn't see that that happening, I would have maybe a different side of the story. But I've seen it for so long where people are like, oh, my gosh, I paid $60 a point. I can sell this for 105 That's amazing. Like, yeah. I got to use it for 10 years, and my kids have grown up, and they love it. Yeah. Really? Like, they're just yeah. lost How in it. How can this happen? Yeah. Well, and I we had some comments um, from our last show where people were talking about it not being a great investment and, and this and that because at the end of your term. But I don't want to say it is an investment. It's not but an it's investment, but it's, but it's. Right. A, it's. It's not an investment. You're going to spend the money anyway going. It's, exactly. It's not, an, so, it's not an investment like when you go and buy stocks or you buy right. an, yeah. you know, an interest in a company. Yeah. Um, that's. It's you know how much how much of an in, how good an investment? Let's be honest. How good an investment is that hotel room you just stayed in? Exactly. Um, so at least there's see and and for me, another consideration is and this is not from a standpoint of snobbery or anything like that. Um, with some of my anxiety issues, um, I prefer to have larger accommodations. I like suites. I like, you know, I like larger rooms. It it, it helps me with some of my anxiety issues. Uh, the older I get, the crazier I get. And um, I like the, f- and believe me, if I think, if I think that's going to be an issue, I have to spend some real money sometimes to get the size room that I'm going to be comfortable with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another consideration for me was that being able to get a one bedroom villa would, you know, saves me. Yeah, it saves especially you. at Disney. Yeah, when you talk about the price. And if it takes the edge off and makes you comfortable where you are, there's no price on that. I mean, yeah, really, you yeah. know, you you they don't care if you're one or two people staying in a two or three bedroom. Oh, yeah. If you're one or two people and you want to rent the treehouse out, go for it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's they're your points. That's the flexibility you can to spend do them whatever you want. You want. Yeah. 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 Well, and and just like I said, you know, from the from the standpoint of what I would normally spend. Yeah. On a room versus what I spend on this. But, you know, these are like, you know, like I said, these are questions that have come up for me. Like, who is it right for? I had no doubt it was right for me because, you know, I'm always staying at, you know, and if like if I can get a room at the Grand, if I can use this for a room at the Grand Californian, I was at the Grand Californian five times last year. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, if I could, if I could get, if I could get two of those, um, uh, yeah. at uh, at at the at the uh, villas out there at the DVC at the Grand Californian, that saves me a fortune. Yeah, and yeah. Like, you know, you asked who who is this for? I mean, a lot of young families with children, a lot of uh, retirees who want to take their grandchildren. I mean, it 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 caters to Disney fans. Let's say you're running the marathon. They've got several marathons now and you know, you need a room and you want a nice quality room. Like again, you buy into DVC, you have a, you have a great place to stay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it caters to a lot of, I mean, people, vendors for the food and wine festival <clears throat> or whatever, they, they might, they're coming back every year. So they want to get a room now I mean, yeah. it caters to a lot. One thing that, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this and I'm going to wrap it up. Um, one thing that, uh, I, I had questions about, and now that I've gotten my membership login, I've been able to go in and look around. I, I found out um, is availability, availability of these units. Um, now, historically speaking, I will, and I understand. I'm not complaining at all, um, but you know, historically, I like to say, you know what? I think next week I want to stay on property. Not much. That's really not going to work with DVC, is it? Not so much. You've got to plan Sometimes. out. Sometimes. But what I'm noticing, and just tell me if I'm if I'm right here. Like, okay, so we're in February right now. By the time this goes up, it'll be March. But um, I was looking in March, and you know, some grand villas were available, some two bedrooms were available, but not much else. Um, got into the first half of April. It was kind of the same thing. Then in the second half of April, now all of a sudden, I'm seeing more availability. So is that a normal thing, like a two-month window? It kind um, of depends, because like after Easter, so after <coughs> the school breaks, you know? Right, that's true. This is... Uh, kind of... Yeah. So like, you know, a lot of the snowbirds are coming down to get out of the cold weather. So yeah, you'll yeah. start to see a lot more openings in May, early June. Uh, again, there's spotty availability now, Things can cancel. There might be some more things that pop up, but but a lot yeah, of times, usually yeah, like around the thirty day mark too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. doesn't it? Um, you can wait list. You can for mm-hmm. a, a particular room or something. Yeah. And I've had good success with wait lists. Me like too. I, you know, I, it never hurts to put your name on the wait list, and then usually it's it's always. I mean, I think every time it's worked out for me. To be honest with you, so yeah. you know, I've always, had really. Oh, I, I've, 
Yeah, I hear for me, it, I, it what, I, what I was reading was that at the Grand Californian, that's, that's not the case. That, 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 that is the that is the unusual prop- one. Yeah. That yeah. property is Saratoga very difficult is to get the into. One I've had, or lots of availability, lots of availability out in Olani. Yeah, yeah. And summertime, summer and Christmas are the tough reservations in Olani. Everything else, pretty you know, pretty easy to see, get. See, and to. I don't, I yeah, I would not want to travel there in summer. Um, I like going in. Either January, February, or November. Yeah, um, great time to go. And but even like right now, like when I'm looking at the availability, there was plenty of availability at Alani. Yeah. Um, so and that was the other thing I thought about because I do like to go out there. We were talking about this, I think, before the show. Yeah. Um, that you know I love going out there, but boy, that's a big that's a big nut. That you've got because you've got your airfare, which depending on where you're flying from, I'm flying from, you know, one of the furthest points away from Honolulu you can be at. Um, So you've got your airfare and then Alani's not cheap. No. Alani is not cheap. Um, Worth every penny. Don't get me wrong. But I think Alani, if... An occasional visit to Alani is on your radar. You're crazy to not do it this way. And I'm saying that as a guy who owns a travel agency. I'm so, I have to sell Alani. Um, and I love the property, but you know what? One of the biggest challenges Alani has in selling their hotel rooms is that people want to use DVC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so that's one of the areas where I think it's really, really good. All right. Yeah. That's enough on this. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of our show, folks. Thanks for being with us. And we'll see you again next week with another episode of the Disney Vacation Club show. Have a great week.